Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 10 Tolerable Tidbits, Episode 7. Just like Thanksgiving dinner with your radically conservative grandpa, we still have plenty of surprises left in store for you. I hope you all are well, enjoying your summer, whether you're reading in a nice novel poolside or throwing on some nice sizzling bratwursts on the charcoal grill. Or maybe you're like my mother and think that summer is for having your son clean the house for all the visitors you apparently have over all the time. Uh, Anyway, it's almost the month of uh, July at the time I'm recording this. We're getting through June right now. Um, July comes after June, just kind of like PM comes after AM, which means my skin will soon make its annual transition from a pale and milky Cool Whip white to a grizzled and patchy Heinz ketchup red. I think the closest thing I could compare it to is sort of when a cartoon character gets really angry with steam coming out of their ears and everything. Uh, so the doctor recommended I dip myself in a vat of aloe vera biweekly. Apparently it's good for my glands. All right, you know what else is good for the glands? Constructive criticism. That's right. Let's do some more fan mail. <sighs> All right, let's see here. Just opening up the letters right now. That's the, that's the sound of the letter. Uh, hey, dum-dum, why don't you do something with your life? Mom, quit submitting to fan mail. All right, uh, what else here? If you have self-confidence issues, listening to Ryan and his podcast puts them to bed immediately. Thank you. That's, that's really nice of you to say. Always happy to sort of help others believe in themselves, you know? Um, let's see, a lot of spam mail in here. IRS, 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 police, court date, seized all my assets, nowhere to run, yada, yada, yada. Ooh, this is a long letter. Let me see here. Hey, Ryan, big fan of the podcast. I've really been taking your episodes to heart and wanted to let you know how it's been going for me. That's awesome. Uh, That's great. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm excited to kind of keep reading about how this has been going for them. Uh, Let's see. My wife left me. She took the kids, too, and they drove away in my car. I also got fired from my job, and the bank took my house because I couldn't pay off my mortgage. It all started with episode one. My wife was upset with me spending so much time in the shower changing clothes, and then at her father's funeral, when we were asked to rise, I took your advice in episode two and refused to stand, even as the priest pleaded with me and my wife was brought to tears for my defiance. Uh, my kids wanted me to spend more time with them, but I was dedicated to using your advice in episode three to do more things by myself. So I would often take the car and leave for the day, not coming back until nighttime. Jeez. In episode five, you told me to never wait. So I tried to pay off my house early, despite not making any serious money. I refused to wait to graduate with a degree or wait to be interviewed by any company. Uh, and it left us all in crippling debt. That's how I lost the house. Uh, And then, of course, episode six, you said to not cook, and I deeply believed in that episode's message. It worked out well for me. Only problem is that uh, I'm a chef, and that was my only source of income. So that didn't last long either. However, despite all this, I would not change a thing. Thank you, Ryan. Wow. Um, Okay. Uh, That's uh, probably enough fan mail for today. Wow. Okay. 
on on that note, let's uh, move away from fan mail and onto the topic of today's episode: throwing a fit. That's right. Today we are talking about fashion. Now, people say a lot of things when they meet me: dipshit, leprechaun, prepubescent. But one thing everyone always says is, man, that little boy is well-dressed. And I am. I've struck that perfect balance between a backup date to the middle school homecoming and that one guy on a college campus always playing guitar in a hammock. And it works. So that's why I am excited for today, because I can share with you the tricks of the trade. Come on now. Let's do it. All right. Uh, fashion tip numero uh, one, invest in quality stuff to build the foundation of your closet from the ground up. Like a kid with no friends builds a sandcastle. You know, they're not just jackets or shirts or bright red suspenders or neon orange jock straps or camouflage speedos. They're investments. Invest in a few really quality products for each category. Nothing ridiculous, but you know, two or three good pairs of pants, two solid going out jackets, you know, going out to youth group, uh, a quality belt, some nice dresser t-shirts or button downs. Um, go for quality. Don't go all fast and furious franchise on me. Two or three is always enough. But if you find yourself wanting some more tip number two, find the deal. A certain, uh, orange ex president had his ghostwriter write a book called the art of the deal but I think a better term here is the finesse of the dress. Look for those discounts, those last-minute sales. For me, myself, I am a uh, proud Maxinista. I think that's what they're calling our community these days. Uh, and since I was 12, I have found some absolute steals at TJ Maxx. Crazy good value. Uh, golf polos for 20, dress shirts for 15, sweatpants for 12, even nice you know, undershirts are only 5. They basically pay you to take their socks. Uh, but not even at TJ Maxx. Some of you may be familiar with the popular Bay Area athleisure staple, Outdoor Voices. Uh, if you're listening, OV, I love your stuff. Please sponsor me. Uh, I make no money on this podcast, and my parents are starting to ask questions about who I've been FaceTiming in my room with the door closed and going on 10-minute rants in front of them. Anyway, uh, I got an email about a big sale that Outdoor Voices was having. Uh, there was this nice hoodie they had that was $78. Uh, but on sale for, I think, 44 And, I mean, that's I feel like I'm sacking the joint at that point. So, even at those nicer stores and brands and clothing lines, they have sales and discounts, too. Uh, and then you can kind of tackle tip one and tip two at the same time. Quality for a great price. So, don't go too crazy with tip number two, though. Or else you will have way too many clothes for just the most random, absurd scenarios that will never happen. You'll have a uh, for eating street tacos in the Southwest and can handle a Pico de Gallo stain t-shirt with you might walk around an art museum, but you could also bike in the Tour de France if needed pair of shorts. Uh, it's just unnecessary to have that many clothes, which is why the next tip, tip number three, is to go minimalist. Just like talking about your colonoscopy at the dinner table or white moms putting pillows on a couch, sometimes less is more. And I am a textbook example of that, uh, and also what can go wrong when you don't follow this tip. So, uh, just for context, this tip definitely hits home for me. My my mother does this cute little thing where she buys clothes based on not how I dress, but uh, how she wants me to dress. 
Uh, it's a really nice gesture. I, I do appreciate it, but more often than not, I'm just not the biggest fan of the clothes. Bless her for trying. Um, but I've also made some purchases that are the type of clothes I would like to look good in. Maybe not ones that I do look good in. So that, you know, the clothes that I buy uh, with a lot of hope and that my mother buys with a lot of hope, combined with just the normal purchases I make based on tips one and two, have caused a bit of, a, let's say, a, a surplus of clothing. It did get pretty bad. Uh, I had a tall bed frame at my campus house this year, and I was able to fit stuff under it. And, you know, I think any other college kid may have, you know, put a few boxes or bins under there. I stuffed that to capacity. Uh, and then more in my closet, stuffed my dresser, and then I had like three fat Ikea bags worth of clothing in our attic too. So uh, my roommates gave me crap for doing laundry uh, every two days, as they would say, and they honestly were not far off. The amount of water I used from all the laundry loads I did was probably enough to hydrate all of Europe, and uh, the gas emissions from all the car trips back and forth, moving all those clothing items home, probably accelerated climate change by 300 years. So as I tune into you from a spare bedroom surrounded by piles of clothing that got too small or too tight or too big, or just don't look right, heed my words, be a minimalist. For the love of God, the weight of all my clothing could drown like seven blue whales. Just just please be a minimalist. All right, last tip. Tip number four. Bit more niche, a bit more controversial, but just as important, and this is something I strongly believe in. Tip number four is never splurge on the shoes. People say shoes are the first thing you look at and it makes a good first impression, but if shoes are the first thing you look at, you need to go to a chiropractor because your neck is busted. I get that nice and expensive shoes are flashy and cool, sure, uh, but if someone's trying to wear a damn light show on their feet with all these bells and whistles, I don't know. You, you tell me. I feel like that doesn't create a first impression of, wow, this is a really kind and approachable person. I get it. You've probably heard of a, a few up-and-coming shoe brands that make some cool sneakers. One of them might rhyme with uh, Schmikey or Schmer Schmorden. Uh, but let me give it to you straight. Those are doomed to fail. I'll give them two months until those brands sink like the Titanic. That's a direct quote. You want my advice? Sink that money into, I don't know, it's something that I think will be successful long-term. Uh, the lumber industry. It's a long-term investment. It's only going to grow. It's not like there won't be enough trees, I promise. Uh, so yeah, you could do lumber. Um, I'm feeling generous. What I, I'll give you some more investment tips. What do I think is built to last more than shoes? Uh, print magazines, uh, astrology, Google Glass, uh, segues for sure. I think those will take off. Blackberries, I think that's an untapped market. Uh, Skype, uh, all of these. Far better investments than flashy shoes. Jeez, you guys are silly. All right, those are all of my fashion tips. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you throw a fit. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you all in episode eight, Down to Earth, uh, which is my tribute to my fellow short kings of the world. <laughs> That'll be a fun one. Definitely tune in for that. All right, adios. Okay, 10 Tolerable Tidbits is proudly sponsored by the Brita Reverse Filter. 
Do you ever take a refreshing sip of water and just find that it's, I don't know, maybe maybe a little too purified, a little too clean? Uh, the Brita reverse filter is the first of its kind to pit dirt and sediment back into your water to give it that rugged, natural taste. Come enjoy how water was meant to be enjoyed in its natural, unfiltered state. The first 100 customers to order get a little pebble pouch too with their purchase, filled with rocks and dirt to mix in. That's the uh, Brita reverse filter. Get them while they're hot. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of 10 Tolerable Tidbits. My name is Ryan Kellett. Uh, if you would like to share your thoughts on the podcast, find a balloon, write your feedback on it, and uh, let it go. I got a guy up top collecting them. Former Air Force captain got kicked out for uh, huh, playing with balloons, actually. <laughs> <laughs>